Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Hub. Boom. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me this morning. We are today going to talk about your tribe. And I love this topic, especially as it relates to doing now business, because your best source, if I can get my screen share to work, uh, your best, best source for now business is referrals, if you think about it, right? So uh, your friends and family want to support you. Your tribe are encouraging and hoping that you succeed, and they want to do what they can to help you. We've done other agent, agent power huddles on how to generate referrals and how to do client appreciation. But today we're going to talk specifically about the tribe and your influence on them. So buckle in. Here we go. All right. So uh, Miriam Webster says that a tribe is a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious or blood ties with common culture and dialect, blah, blah, blah. I say blah, 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 because we're going to go with the urban dictionary definition of tribe, which is more about close friends, group of people who are loyal to you, care for you, like family. Close friends or group of people who are loyal to you and care for you like family. Right? Now, who... Who would that be or who could that be in your world? Well, I think it's uh, not just your sphere of influence, right? Couldn't your firm mates be your tribe? I know here at eXp, man, we're we're like family. The, the people in our extended group, there's actually now over 1,200 of us. And you can pick up the phone and get support or give support to any one of them at any time. It's pretty awesome. So do you have that in your firm? And if you don't, it's up to you to encourage it and engage, right? It's just like with social media. People pursue followers like crazy, and that's not the right approach. You should pursue engagement. And this is true in this environment as well, right? You can have coworkers that care for you like family. Think about who, if the chips were down, and you needed someone to show a property for you because you had a family emergency, who would you call? And if it's if it's one really close friend, that's awesome. But then you should seek to have more than one because what if that friend isn't available, right? Or another way to think of it, we, we do this exercise in my firm uh, called Discovering Your Sphere. And we use this questionnaire I've actually shared it on Agent Power Huddle before, but one of the questions is, who would you lend 100 bucks to with no questions asked, right? 
I mean, that's, <laughs> I don't know about you. I mean, I do okay financially, but I'm still a Scrooge when it comes to giving away money, right? So think about it that way. And, and you can work to encourage that. Now in your sphere, that answer is probably a little more easy to give, right? Easier to give. And, and yes, you know, if we think of it as concentric circles, your immediate family, unless you've got a broken family, for the most part, they're going to be loyal to you and, and treat you like family. What about your extended family? Are they rooting for you to succeed? Do you have uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, and, and more distant relatives that live in the area that know people? Remember, in previous Age of Power Huddles, I've talked about how everybody knows 212 people. Well, if you've lost touch with a cousin who only lives 35 minutes away, reach out. Bring that person back into your fold because they know 212 people and that could result in referrals for you. But imagine the benefits. What would happen if your teammates on your firm considered themselves to be part of your tribe? What do you, what do you think the benefits would come from that? You'd have better coverage, right? You'd have collaboration. You'd be able to share the load when you need it. And frankly, it would just be more fun, right? There's nothing better than having a sense of community, especially in this industry. I mean, if we're really honest with each other, you can very easily feel like an island when you're a realtor, right? Because you're sitting at home, working your phone or, or maybe not working your phone, but wish you were. And then you're like, man, how do I, how do I get inspired to do something? That's why we do um, calling hours. We only do it once a week. We could easily do it every day, but we get together on zoom and then we all mute each other. And then we pound the phones together and it's easier because you can look on the screen and see that, you know, nine other people or four other or one other, doesn't matter, are doing the same thing you're doing, right? That's how you that's how you make it more fun. And that's how you can kind of share the load or the burden of feeling alone. Would you do those same things for them? Are you a good tribe mate, right? So ask yourself that. Are you in the habit of saying no when people ask you for stuff or ask for support or help or advice or whatever? Are you too busy, right? And we do air quotes for too busy because really, if we're honest, when your phone rings and you see a name on caller ID, is your first thought, am I available to answer this or am I in the middle of something? Or is it, is my time better spent doing this rather than answering, right? Ask yourself that question. Cause that's, uh, I think that's where a lot of people's brains go and that's too bad, right? Because that means you're less available. Anyway, how about in your sphere? What would be the benefits of having a stronger engagement and a stronger relationship with your sphere of influence? And I know I've talked about family, but I'm talking about the 212 people that you know. If you're top of mind with those 212 people, guess what happens, right? And I, I broke down the math last Thursday on how 
if 212 people each know 212 people, that's 45,000 people. And, and uh, 7% of them are going to move this year based on the statistics, right? So that's why you want to have uh, a very concerted effort and an even time block for engaging with your sphere of influence, making sure they know that you're available. We've covered um, client appreciation events on this uh, Zoom meeting, right? That's a great way to drive that engagement, but in a group form, right? It's, it's hard to make 212 calls every month to your sphere of influence if that's what your goal is. But could you do a, an event? Like my Toys for Tots drive uh, ends today. And so over the last three weeks, I've been getting enormous engagement with my sphere because we're picking up toys. How cool is that, right? They're doing something really cool. I'm doing something really great for the community. But in the end, I'm getting to have hundreds of conversations. How are you doing? How are your holidays going? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you happen to know anybody that's thinking about buying or selling? I would love to take great care of them. Or do you know anybody that's thinking about buying or selling in the new year? Right? Your top of mind changes when you just talk to them as compared to when you talk to them, engage, build rapport, and ask for referrals. Right? You have to be deliberate about asking for referrals because uh, they they won't think of it that way unless you do. Yeah, they'll remember you're a realtor and so on, but you really have to be deliberate about it. And that includes, you know, offering support. And it's not just, do you want a CMA? It's, uh, I spoke with one yesterday and she said, do you, do you know any electricians? I'm like, I'll send you four of them because I have a database of over 200 vendors. So anytime you need anything, think of me. Right, because it it was a really important conversation to have because we were talking because I called her. We should have been talking because she called me because she needed an electrician, right? And so I have to do a better job. I have to be humble enough to recognize that, man, I, that was luck to a certain degree because I was calling about Toys for Tots, and I need to make sure that when someone needs an electrician. And I, and I, to be honest, I think of it this way. Anything related to real estate, I want my name popping into their heads. And I don't care if it's what's a good store to buy a hose at, right? Or can you get a lawnmower on Craigslist? You know, it doesn't matter what the question is. It doesn't need to just be, do you want to know what the current value of your home is? So you really have to be delivered about those conversations their frequency, their, their regularity and consistency, but also the message when you're on the phone. Like I have a post-it notepad right here. I have it next to me at all times because I don't make a single phone call without writing an agenda. Is that weird? Thank you, Lenora. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go. Yeah, psycho. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but but really, like like that's deliberate, right? I'm I'm going okay. If I'm going to call Joe, what do I want to communicate, and what do I want to get out of it, and what's going to be my ask at the end? Those three things, right? 
and interspersed through the whole conversation is rapport building and kindness and laughter and all those things, right? Because people are going to remember you more if, if you bring them laughter. And so uh, I have a bit of a sense of humor, as you can tell by my last comment to Lenora, right? Anyway, all right. So do you think having this tribe laser focused on your business would help your business? Hell yeah, right? How could it not, right? So that's why this is such a critical thing. Well, okay, now we all agree that, that it's critical, but how do you do it, right? With your firm, it's really going to be a one-on-one -on -one thing, right? You're going to hit it off with certain members of your firm and you're going to bond with them and you're going to come across an occasion where you need to rely on them and you're going to ask and they're going to say yes. Because of that time that you've invested, you've made deposits into the relationship bank, right? And then a cat catastrophe or just a need comes along, you're going to make a withdrawal. That's how that works. And it just takes time to build. But you own whether it's going to build and grow or not. So recognize that and invest time into making those deposits in people with your firm. Okay. You can't really drive the culture at your firm. You can certainly influence it. Like I know Jess pretty well. She's, she's so magnetic that if she walked into a, a Keller Williams office and, and was just herself, people would be drawn to her. Right. Thankfully, she works with EXP, so I, I get to be drawn to her. So sorry about that, Jess. But that's how it works, right? If, you, if you're if you going into an office and it's, and it's a dud, you can brighten it up. But for the most part, the ownership or the, um, what do they call them, POs or whatever at that company and market center owners or whatever, they're the ones responsible for driving the culture. So all you can do is is influence it and then seek out people that you have a connection with and, and help that connection grow. And that's worthwhile, right? It may or may not generate referrals. You know, if you're in the same market, it's unlikely to generate referrals, but they can be a, a support system for you. And that's not a bad thing. But let's focus on sphere, right? Because that's the tribe that's going to deliver business. And Jesse's little video at the beginning was all about now business, right? So that's why this is so important. So what are the seven keys to strengthening and growing your tribe according to Inc. Magazine? Number one, your face lights up when you see them, right? Express happiness when you see your people. I can't help but smile when I get together for my team meeting because we have such a cool, uh, eclectic mix of people, and they're all so cool and exciting and funny, and we just have a blast, right? Well, that's not by accident, right? That that happens because you see a little bit of it, and it, and someone else does something else funny, and it grows, and the the bond grows, right? But it all starts with a smile when you first see people. Also have an environment that encourages people to share. Let people talk, right? I, that's This is one I struggle with because I talk too much. I think G is on this call. She can certainly attest to that. But I, I'm aware of it, G, and I'm, I'm working on it. A little self-help listening to podcasts, right? Forget small talk. People can tell when 
what you're doing is not very thoughtful. And I don't mean inconsiderate. I just mean not deep, right? How's the weather? How's your holidays is, is a great one that's happening right now. It's such a reflex statement or question from people that you can really tell they didn't, they don't really care how my holidays are, right? That's how it's received. So don't do that. Ask questions, have an inquisitive mind, but care about the answers, right? There's an old saying that there's a reason God gave us one mouth and two ears, right? Well, this is exactly what that's about. Give credit as often as you can. I have so many occasions and so many examples where it might even be something that I did entirely myself. And I'll still say, man, we finally got that done, right? Just the word we is inclusive. And you can use that whether it's it's a teammate, whether it's a, a seller you're working with. Man, we sure dodged a bullet with that, right? Or whatever. Use we as much as you can and absolutely recognize and acknowledge success and give credit wherever possible. When somebody has a win. When you're someone in your sphere has a child graduate high school. I mean, think about the the vast number of things that are worthy of celebration when you're talking about the entire life of 212 different people. There's so many things, right? And that's why, you know, between you and me, that's why CRMs are so awesome. Because I would be hard pressed to remember everything as I'm having these thousands of conversations throughout the year, but I am a really good note taker. And so when I come back and call somebody a month later or two weeks later, or, or more accurately, I call them. I schedule the next call as I'm hanging up this call. Because in that phone call, I've gotten a sense of how soon I should call them again. I don't just call once a month, right? I, I'll, let me back up. I call everybody with at least once a month. So what that means is if I'm calling, let's say Jess is in my my sphere and I'm using you, Jess, because you have a camera on and I appreciate that. Um, but she's in my sphere and we have a conversation. I'm calling to just check in and see how she's doing. And, and let's assume she's not a realtor, right? She's just part of my sphere. And I want to ask her how blank went because I have notes from our last phone call. And maybe blank was a trip to Europe or maybe blank was a, a child with a broken leg or, you know, whatever it was. I made notes of what we spoke of last so that I can ask about them when, when we talk the next time. Right. And that conversation will end and I'll make a note or I'll schedule a follow up call, whether it's a week from now, because she said, well, I can't talk right now because I'm leaving for Cabo or whatever, right? No problem. I'll call you next week and then I'll schedule it, right? Then anybody that didn't get a call is still going to get a, a call monthly, right? But then when I call them, I'm going to schedule the next one. So it's it's methodical, but it's not just, oh, must be the 15th of the month. Ed's calling me. Like, that's what I don't want, right? I want him to hit, receive a call and go, oh, Ed's calling me. Okay. Instill confidence 
in your tribe. It's free, right? Encouragement is the greatest gift you could give anyone, right? And like we've talked about, life can be hard, especially right now with the economy the way it is and political division the way it is. It's really kind of a crap show out there, right? So when you're encouraging or you're instilling confidence in people, it really goes a long way. And it doesn't cost you anything. So why wouldn't you do that, right? All right. That's an important one, but I'm not going to dwell. Number six, challenge your people to push themselves. This takes on a variety of forms. It depends on what they're trying to do. I have tons of conversations with people about how they're hoping to achieve something and maybe they're struggling with it or maybe they're having a hard time just getting started or whatever. I mean, we're in sales, right? And many of us are sales leaders. So we know how to give somebody that inspiration to get going. Well, why wouldn't you share that with your sphere of influence and your tribe? It's kind of selfish if you think about it, if you don't, right? And connect people. Bring them pause on purpose, right? It's so easy. It's simple. How often are you talking to people and they're like, hey, do you know a blank? Like right now, I'm looking for a, a boring specialist. You know what that is? It'll, I had to look it up too. And I was a general contractor, but basically uh, somebody that's going to drill horizontally. But I'm a connector. So when I was asked for it, you know what I said? I didn't say, I don't really know what boring is. I said, you betcha. I'll send that over. And then I started pounding the phones and Googling so I could try and find somebody to refer, right? Connections don't have to just be vendors and plumbers and electricians and boring specialists. Connections can be, um, I gave somebody a referral to an attorney the other day because they were in a car accident. I've given, uh, you know, connected sphere to sphere or tribe member to tribe member because they could help one another. Does that bring value? Heck yeah, right? So in this market where we have higher interest rates, low inventory, and buyers and sellers are just plain confused, you should build your business on the shoulders of your tribe, right? You could be a resource to them. You can be a resource for them. You can put them in touch with people. You can help them accomplish their goals, or you can simply put their minds at ease. All of those are benefits, and all of those things help you remain top of mind within your sphere and your team. Does that make sense? I mean, it's not uh, rocket surgery, right? So remember the keys. Express happiness when you see them. Let them share stories and participate. Don't be shallow. Don't, you know, forget the small talk. Be thoughtful and planful and ask inquisitive questions because you care and listen for the answers. Active listening. 
right? Give credit as often as you can, instill confidence, challenge people to push themselves and connect people. It's not super complicated, but you have to be deliberate about it and you have to have a plan for it. And if you're like me, have a little post-it note next to your computer and your phone. Any questions? I'm going to stop sharing my screen so I can look at y'all. Hey, Ed, I do have a question. Please. Um, I've had trouble. <laughs> I know that I. everyone should know that I do real estate. And I'm having trouble feeling like it's tactful when I'm talking to people. As an example, um, my Halloween event, I invited people. It was great. The call was, hey, I'm having this event. I'd love to see you. Then November, I did a food drive. No mention of real estate besides it's just the Bling Realtor. And now we have this Christmas event that I'm doing, um, which actually we have some really good RSVPs. But still, I haven't been able to fix my lips to ask for business. So the next thing that I was going to do to end my December is care calls. Literally, just checking in. I know this isn't the greatest time of year for everyone. Is there anything I can do for you? How the hell do I talk about real estate? And how do I know it's all mental? I need to just do it. But I feel like there's a very taxable way to do it. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. So a couple observations and then I'll give you the the ways I do it. Um, The first observation is the the issue and your inability to do it is the six inches between your ears. Like my brain. Yeah, you got to get over your anxiety because it, it it's not that it's not well-founded, right? Your anxiety yeah. is, I don't want to seem like I've got commission breath and I don't want to come across like that's all I care about because it's not all I care about, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the same time, you shouldn't miss opportunities to remind people, especially if your sense is that they're not remembering what you do for a living, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? Well... The first thing that you want to try and incorporate, excuse me, is have a giveaway or a a marketing piece that you give people when they come to your events. And it could be a a key ring, you know, or just something simple and easy and hopefully inexpensive. It could even be a flyer, right? But you want it, you don't want it to be eight and a half by 11. You want it to be small enough. They can stuff it in their pocket. So I would... If I was going to do a paper or anything, it would be an imitation-sized postcard, okay. like three by five, so they could stuff it in their pocket. And that should have a call to action on it. Like what? Like drive, a, you know, put a website on it that has a descriptive domain name, like free market evaluation by Jess.com. Okay. And that way... They're leaving with a reminder that you do real estate and a way to get in touch with you if it is something they're curious about, right? Okay. So that I think will be less uncomfortable for you because you're not in their face with it. You're just encouraging them. Hey, you know, there's a, you know, grab that postcard, you, you know, maybe even make it have some value. You know, if you can partner with a local business and and give them $5 off, you know, a lunch or something like that, put it on the back of the card and give them a QR code or whatever. So get creative with that. 
and and think of ways that they would want to pick it up, right? Okay. Now, if I'm making a phone call, like as an example for these care calls, I know how to afford them, you know, the family occupation, recreation dreams. I could do that. Um, what would be kind of like a script if I do need to get out of my head and I want to ask about business, but most importantly, I'm calling to see how people are doing. Yeah. So, and that was going to be the kind of the second half of my advice. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. And, and I want to be clear for the other folks because you were already planning on the care calls. But for everyone, it's when you do an event, you should make a phone call after the event to everyone that came, but also everyone that was invited that even if they didn't come and let them know how it went, right? And then you're still going to use the script that Jess just recited about family occupation, et cetera. And then at the end, and this is the part that Jess needs is, and then at the end is, hey, before I let you go, do you or anyone you know have a need for real estate services in the new year? That's it, right? You can't help but understand that I'm a realtor. You may not statistically, like we talk about the mayor campaign. Have you ever heard of the mayor campaign? Mm -hmm. Nora has, right? That's a, it's an old Buffini script, but it is gold, right? The mayor campaign is basically, hey, if, if I meet somebody for the first time, I would like to know if they would vote for me. That's why the mayor is part of this. But vote in the way of would they use me as a realtor or refer me, right? So it sounds like this. It's, hey, you know, we have this conversation. We build rapport. I remind you of how we know each other. You know, gosh, Jess, it's been a long time since, since we were playing adult soccer together in Fremont or whatever the hell our connection is, right? How you been? How's the family? We cover all of that. And then it's it needs to kind of sound like a an idea that just came across my head, right? Hey, I, I have an idea. Let me ask you one other thing. If you were thinking about buying or selling, or you had a friend or a family member that was, do you have a realtor that you would refer them to? And the reason it's so gold is because I'm not asking if you're thinking about buying or selling because the statistical probability is pretty low, right? Mm -hmm. But what I am asking is, do you have a name in your head? And if so, can I replace that name with my own, right? And so when I ask that question, I ask that question of every one of my sphere, that's how you get into my CRM is with that conversation. And I ask that question of every person I add to my sphere over 35 years of doing this, right? But okay. so quick question. What if someone yeah. says, oh, yeah, I know someone, blah, 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 blah. This is the person I would use them. You don't add them to your database. You're like a shill for me. You're like you're like leading me exactly where I want to go. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Right? No, don't apologize. It's perfect because you do get one of three answers always. Yes. No, maybe. Right. Well, uh, yes, it's so and so. Okay. No. Or it's you. Right. Because in the. In that conversation, there was probably a point where I said, yeah, I'm still doing real estate or guess what? I got my license or I just changed firms or whatever. Real estate will often come up. And so when I ask that question, they might go, yeah, it's you, silly. Mm -hmm. But if they say uh, it's you or no, I don't have one. But the answer to both of those is the same, which is that great. I'd like to add you to my client appreciation program. 
can I get your your email, your snail mail, and your phone? I already have your phone because we're talking, right? If it's yes, it's Susie with Century 21 who sold me my house. Then the response is, well, I don't know what Susie does, but what's, here's what's unique about me. And then I drop my gold bricks, right? We should all have a value proposition for buyers and for sellers. In, on my team, we just call those gold bricks, right? So it's... Well, I don't know what Susie does, but what's unique about me and my firm is we give buyers priority access to properties before they hit the MLS or the internet. And we even have a way to sell a home for free for anyone who's thinking about selling. Does that sound like it would help you find a good deal? Mm -hmm. Right? And you sound like an idiot saying, no, that doesn't sound like it would help me find a good deal. Free? Yeah, that sounds terrible, right? Anyway, Lenore, I saw you raise your hand. So please, what, what chime in. I wanted to, to share something with, uh, um, particularly with Jesse. Um, I probably, I don't know if it's a women thing, but I have exactly the same uh, issue. You know, I don't, I don't ask, I don't talk. I mean, I, uh, but things are changing. And this is uh, particularly in regards to what she said. I mean, what if they have somebody else as a, as a realtor? So I put a D on my database for all those people in my SOI that have other, um, that, I knew, that I know have other agents. Then at some point, this thing happened. One of those Ds called me and uh, she said, I, can you help me? And so... I, it is true when they say, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's their uncle, their aunt, whatever, they can definitely change their mind. And she went on explaining to me why she was not going to use the other agent, which I didn't ask for, but uh, yeah. and things change, things change. So uh, it, then it's not set in stone, just, you know, go for it. Great advice. Thank you. Yeah. And, and for both of you, right, that the whole thing and Lenora, you just sound like you're further along this like evolution of, of growth. But it really is just getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. And the more you get out there and say, by the way, do you, you know, are you think is real estate going to play a role in your 2023 at all? Because I'd love to help, you know, however you want to say it. You need to say it. And as you say it more and more, it gets easier and more comfortable. You know, yeah. I, have, I think I it's more so just, I'm not afraid to do it. I just need the script. Yeah. Because so, I just, I, the, the tactfulness of it, because I'm sure you've talked to somebody where it's really abrupt and you're just like, mm, that didn't come off the way I would have liked it to. And so just kind of what you were talking about, I actually like the, um, the wording that you just used, by the way, do you or anyone, you know, have any real estate plans for 2023? I feel like yeah. that's so much better than saying, Hey, do you or anyone, you know, looking to buy or sell a house? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it just sounds totally. better. Yeah. yeah. So it's more fluid. So I'll make it's, sure that that's what my script is. As you start making these calls consistently, you'll start to have sphere people that are like, you know, I used when, when I use Buffini script, right. Uh, which now I can't remember. Lenora, help me. What's the, oh, by the way, right? 
his, yeah, his Bible, so I, I think. I have it printed that it's on my desk. Right. And, <laughs> and I would have sphere people say it to me before I got a chance to say it because I had said it so often. They're like, I know, I know, by the way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so do you say this every time you call your sphere? Some some version of it, yeah. You have to ask for referrals. Every time. Every time. Okay. All right. I can do this. Cool. And I, the one thing I'll soften if if you know if I've asked you five calls in a row for referrals, one thing I might change on the sixth time, but I genuinely am waiting that long, is do you need anything like plumbers, hardwood, floor refinishers, whatever? Like I'll offer them referrals. But in my head, that still reminds them of what I do and and to think of me. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Ed. It's so helpful per usual. Yeah. My absolute pleasure. We've run a little bit long, but hopefully it was worthwhile for everybody. Nobody, nobody quit. So that tells me it was valuable. <laughs> Great to see you guys. I am uh, I am doing every Thursday till the end of the year. So a couple more of these. Hopefully you can join me. All right. See you next If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.